Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, it's Chatting with Nat. Uh, it's Natalie Jean, it's Natalie Jean, and today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Sugar Rose. Every time I say that name, I want to say Sugar, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Okay, Sugar Rose is, is an advocate for PTSD, mental health, and suicide awareness supporting veterans, first responders, and anyone struggling. Through her trials, tribulations, and a long story, it has brought her to become a motivational speaker, singer, songwriter, with a drive to make a movement and a difference to save and change one person's life at a time. With boots on the ground, she is bringing her motivational speaking and singing state to state in person to spread the message no one is alone, and it's okay not to be okay, and it's okay to reach out for help. Recently joined with the People's Patriotic Project, Sugar Rose has been given the opportunity to speak to the world through her new Motivational Monday show. Sugar Rose strives to be a light, love to others, and bring hope to those that need it through her speaking and music. One family, one mission, one fight. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi, Sugar. How hello. are you? I'm good. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Um, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Um, it is hot, hot, hot here, so just trying to stay cool. <laughs> yes, it is hot, hot, hot here. It is hot, hot here, too. I mean, uh, the, this weather, phew. I know it. I feel like it's been the hottest it's been all summer <laughs> today. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100% right. Um, too bad we can't walk outside naked. I mean, it's just like, uh, it's just, um, it's just crazy. <laughs> just crazy. It is. Um, so how have you been through the past couple of years between, you know, a pandemic, the elections, George Floyd, um, monkeypox? Uh, three generations of COVID, um, mass shootings, um, the world is pretty cray, cray. It, it, it definitely, it definitely is. Um, you know, I, uh, I've been okay. You know, it's, it's been a, a growing and a learning experience for me in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my life, honestly, I would say within the last three years, literally has just changed overnight. (laughs) Um, You know, I think, uh, I feel like everything happens for a reason. There's Mm -hmm. always a plan and a purpose for our life. Um, And sometimes we got to go, you know, through the storm to find our light. And sometimes we find our light in the storm. And and that's really what the last three years has been for so many of us with, with just so much craziness going on. Yeah, no, I agree. Lots. I mean, it's just been it's been tumultuous, and, and now 
now women are dealing with all of this Roe versus Wade and uh, marriage equality and all kinds of different things. It's just the world for me has gone extremely crazy. Um, one of the questions I like to ask is this. Obviously, the pandemic and the world have just gone awry, as it seems. Um, but especially during the pandemic, obviously, everyone, I believe, in this world probably has suffered a loss somewhere. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there were a lot of cons during the pandemic, meaning uh, people died, people have long-term effects of COVID, um, people lost limbs, people are still going through therapy because of what they went through. But on the flip side, um, there have been pros. And when I talk about the pros, I talk about this. Um, people had time to self-reflect, become very self-aware about who they are, mm-hmm. what they want their surroundings to be, and how they want to be perceived. Um, you have people that normally just didn't take time for family. And there were a lot of people walking outside with their family members because, hell, what else was there to do, right? Um, they realized yeah, they realized that they weren't spending enough time with their family members. In fact, I had colleagues that said, you know, they, they decided to take, you know, cut back on hours of work because they realized, oh, my gosh, I'm, these kids are growing up, and I'm missing a lot of things. Um, there were a lot of articles about people um, quitting their jobs because they realized that they wanted to do something more in line with their passion than, you know, just trying to make money to survive mm-hmm. and not be happy. And make money. That was a thought for yes. them. Um, climate change, my God, the animals and the trees were just like so happy when we weren't there because the pollution level actually went down. They were probably hoping we weren't coming back, but lo and behold, we had to come back. <laughs> you know, here we are. And then this there's is people. True. <laughs> yeah. And then there's people like you and I, and people that do different types of artistry that decided to either rebrand, some people decided not to do music anymore. Um, some people release singles, EPs, albums. Um, people were a lot more vocal. So during this time, did you take time to self-reflect? Did you take, take time to decide, okay, what I'm doing is what I'm doing? Or do you, have you changed anything? Well, uh, okay, so I, I can say it like this. Honestly, I feel like I've been reborn again. Like, I went through having a completely different lifestyle before COVID. Um, you know, I for a long time I was um I was in the medical field. I was in the eye field for the last 10 years. Um I I went to work, came home and and that was my life. You know, right. I didn't really have any any passion or purpose. And okay. I I I was kind of just there, you know, and it was one of those things where I'm a mom and, you know, I, uh, I would take care of the boys and do all the loving parent things that needs to be done. But other than that, like I never really had a passion or purpose and it was something for me that, uh, when COVID hit, it really, it opened my eyes to so many things. You know, I became a family readiness leader for the national guard and I did that for quite a few years. And, I got very involved with our soldiers and their families and that became a huge passion for me is to help people that suffer and struggle with PTSD and depression and suicide awareness. And, you know, because I, I've 
been that phone call in the middle of the night. I've unfortunately been to one too many funerals if one is too many and um you know i've been i've been there a forefront of everything i was an army wife for a long time and but the thing is is like even being a family readiness leader i absolutely loved it but i didn't understand you know why and prior to to me even getting into that i was a follower I was always kind of like a yes doctor, no doctor person, you know, I'll do what you want. Uh, you know, I'm not good enough to really figure it out on my own type deal. Um, you know, you, you tell me what to do. And right. when I became a family readiness leader, I started to find my voice. And, okay. and through my voice, I started to realize that people, they listen to what I say. And, and from that, I, I ended up opening my coffee shop. Um, I opened my coffee shop in 18, 19, 20, 21, 17. So I had it for three years. And so I opened my coffee shop um, and I, I started just out of the blue. I literally quit my 10 year career and I opened this shop where I didn't even know how to make coffee. And I, I just felt led to do it. I didn't understand why. And I've been trying to search for my purpose for a long time. And why am I here? You know, we're all here for a reason. What is the reason that I'm here? And I just couldn't grasp it and figure it out. But I knew I loved helping people. And because I, I did that with my job, you know, in the medical field. I did that, you know, with the coffee. And I, I opened this shop. And I got a 60-minute crash course on the coffee bean and learning how to make different different types of coffee drinks. And, and I made my menu, and I kind of built it from the bottom. And okay. I started becoming, like, the town therapist there. Mm. And it was, it was cool. It was an incredible thing that people started coming in and talking to me and just feeling like they could vent and feeling like, you know, I would listen, and, and it became so much more than a coffee shop. It became a place where people came to get a little bit of positivity. And, right. of course, life gets in the way, and, and sometimes your carpet's ripped out from underneath you very quickly mm-hmm. to do certain things, and uh, and COVID then hit, you know? Yeah. And um, that was a really tough time for me. Um, I I actually – so – my coffee shop name was American Sugar Coffee House, and the okay. name Sugar Rose has stuck with me because one of my soldiers gave me that nickname when I was a family readiness leader, and it was very, very uh, heartfelt to me. And so they kind of called me the mom of the unit, and so for that, I I named my coffee shop after that. And then when COVID hit, and ultimately I kept open for another year, um, after COVID, but ultimately I, I got defeated and had to close the doors and I had to sell. Um, but, and I I remember through that, like, which blows my mind. I I sold in October of, uh, 19 and I, so I believe, yeah, October of 19 and then, um, December 31st, New Year's Eve of 2020, my or 19, my life changed overnight. And I went from pretty much losing everything, mm. having to start over completely, having to sell my home, having to sell my business, having to, you know, just 
be a single mom, everything under the sun. And it, it was one of the I'd ever gone through. And I, I felt defeated and I felt lost and and broken, you know. And I thought, why me? Why do I have to be the one that gets shit on? Excuse my language. Right. But yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's way Yeah, you know, and for a long time, I was like, why? Like, I've done everything. I've done everything to the best of my ability. I've done my best. And, you know, I I keep getting shit on. (laughs) And so it was um, one of those things that I'll never forget. The day that I went to the bank to sign the building over and collect the check from the new owners because there was somebody else that bought it. Um, I stood outside and I, I, I stood out and I remember looking up and I was like, all right, what's next? And I've always been a firm believer in God. I've always been a firm believer in everything happens for a reason and a bigger purpose. And like I said, sometimes we have to go through the hell to get right. through the light, you know, and, and I've always tried, no matter what I do, to find some sort of beauty in my pain. Even the worst of the worst stuff. I've always tried to find something positive in there to keep pushing forward. And I remember sitting there to myself thinking, well, what, what am I doing? What am, what am I doing? I, I have no purpose in life. I have no, no mission. Why am I even here? You know, I, I have kids, yes, but I've, I've had my life ripped out from underneath me in my personal life. I've had my business ripped out from underneath me. I've had everything that I've had just disappear and, and I'm living on a couch <laughs> essentially, right. you know, and, and I was, I actually lived on a couch for six months and mm. um, I had nothing. Like I, I had to start completely, completely over and New Year's Eve, <laughs> I went to a show and I wasn't supposed to even go. We had other plans and those plans got canceled because the people got sick. And they got COVID, oddly enough. And uh, I ended up at this show where I didn't know anybody. And my whole life, I've always, when I was a young girl, I was in talent shows and choirs, and I used to sing. Mm -hmm. And I'd always write poetry, but I never thought I was good enough, so I never shared it with anybody. And I just kind of kept it to myself. And when I became a teenager, (laughs) other things became more important than my singing career. So uh, you can just imagine, <laughs> but uh, all those fun teenage activities. But um, you know, so I put I put everything down, and I never picked it back up again. And I would sing in the shower. That's about as as good as it would get. And then when I had um, I had bands come into my shop when I had my shop open before COVID, and I would bring local bands in to help them get recognized and help them just get a little bit of you know like hey, test them out, you know, they're really good, you know, things like that. So I would sing a song or two with them at times. But I went to the show. um, I'm sorry? I said, oh, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I went to this show on on New Year's Eve, and I got encouraged to get up on stage and sing. And I'm not going to lie, there was a few glasses of wine involved (laughs) that (laughs) night because it was New Year's Eve. So I was like, all right, let's do this, you know, and uh, they had a book of songs that I don't know why, but they had a book of songs. So I picked a song in there and the song that I picked was Hurt. And Mm. when I sang it, 
Um, it was the only song that I knew without having to read the lyrics. <laughs> so I was like, I got this. I'm going to do this one. Um, there happened to be somebody there from Nashville. Mm. Oddly enough, that's a crazy story in itself. But uh, there happened to be someone there that was an A&R for the label in Nashville. Okay. Um, and that's literally the night my life changed. <laughs> wow. Overnight. So yeah. what happened? Uh, well, so I started, okay, so kind of backtracking a little bit, um, I've had a lot of history, like, with my life. I've gone, I've gone through quite a bit. Um, right. You know, I've, I've gone through not being treated like I deserve. I've, I've gone through domestic violence. I've gone through mm-hmm. sexual abuse. I've gone through um, being, having someone have an affair on me. I, I've gone, I've gone through a lot. And... Right. This person that was A&R for the label, um, he actually ended up writing me a song. And he said, I want you to do this song. And he signed me to the label. And we we started going back and forth to Nashville uh, okay. to OmniSound Studios. And, and we recorded the song in OmniSound. And uh, it was just, uh, it was called Just Like the Movies. And it was literally a song about my life and depicting kind of what I have gone through. Um, At the time of that song, I had recently started seeing somebody. And the person treated me like absolute garbage. And he, he was just not a kind person. And so when that all happened and that song was written for me, it just, it hit home. And I was able to, get away from that situation. I was able to start going to Nashville and ultimately ended up moving to Nashville. Okay. Um, and so I moved here about a year and a half ago and even so, and then like through all that, there's, there's been some ups and downs and, and some curveballs quite a bit along the way, um, where things are at now. Um, but I, the most incredible things have happened even through the ugly and even through the letdowns and even right. through the getting my hopes up and even through the different things, I started, um, I started just speaking to people more and more and more. And I started realizing like, Oh my gosh, like God just gave me a bigger microphone. I really think that he started me off at the coffee shop or actually he started me off as a family readiness leader and then moved me into my coffee shop. And now, cause I, I developed an, you know, an awesome following through my coffee shop with my hometown and the people in the area and, and stuff like that. And then now moving here and, and singing for the first time in, you know, I'm not going to tell my age, but for the first time in a, in a while, we'll just say, um, it's just, it's something that I never saw for my life. I never thought that that was my path or my mission. And I started getting this uncontrollable feeling, just like opening my coffee shop. I started getting this uncontrollable feeling that this is my mission and my purpose in life is to help others and save lives and change to heal. And so I started getting on TikTok (laughs) and I started speaking (laughs) and I started just doing little motivational videos at a time and a little more, and I go live, and then I do a little more, and then I go live, and my following 
has started building and building and building. And it's been just an incredible, humbling experience that every time I think, you know, okay, I didn't get very many views on this video or, you know, I did this song and and not many people have heard it. It it doesn't matter because whether it's one or one million, if I'm helping change one person's life, and, and giving one person hope and healing and some sort of, like, love and compassion, then I've mm-hmm. done what I'm here to do. And Amen. it's it's just been – it's been crazy. Like, I got on TikTok, and I got involved with a couple people that helped do some promotion stuff for me uh, right. last year, and I flew to Texas, and um, I actually recorded her, and, which is the very first song. <laughs> song I've ever recorded in my life and it was a cover and I know it's a gutsy cover to do because Dolly Cast and Trent Reznor did it a thousand percent better than me but I ended up doing a, a PTSD awareness video with it and um, it, it's just been every experience that I've gone through has had some sort of crazy humbling story and you know I had uh, veterans and first responders and firemen and police and uh, all kinds of people, nurses, come and volunteer to be a part of this video. And um, it was just an incredible experience. And I just felt led to do it. And two two weeks later, one of the firemen reached out to me. Mm. And he was in a really, really, really dark place. Um, and so, I, I again, I feel like it just goes back to whether it's one or it's a million. If it saves one person, then, then that's exactly what it's meant to do. Um, I had met a uh, a veteran there that started and founded the group, the non-for-profit called Stand Against Suicide. He volunteered to come be a part of the show or a part of the video. And um, the firemen that came to be a part of the video, they lived 10 minutes apart from each other and didn't know each other. And I was able to connect these two people together and this man, literally, he came on my radio show uh, or my talk show about uh, a couple weeks ago and told his story. And it just it blows me away how God works. And, and I, the, the veteran, uh, his name was TJ Adams, and he's just an absolute amazing soul. And I truly feel like he was just a warrior here on this earth, an angel put here on this earth to be there right at that moment. And he, um, unfortunately... He was taken um, from us in December, and we don't know why. It was unforeseen circumstances, but um, not of his own doing. And so he was a huge advocate for for suicide awareness and PTSD awareness. But through through that video and that connection and that connection that I have with them now, it's just beautiful. And even though there's been heartbreak that's come out of that, we always try to find that beauty in our pain, you know, and, and that beauty is that we saved a life and, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you that, you know, everything happens for a reason. One of the examples I give is how um, this other songwriter that I met, she, uh, she had a performance and this man came up, I think it was a man or a woman came up to her and said, you know, I really loved your performance. It really um, helped me in my life. And she was like, oh, how did I do that? Because he said, 
um, when he got to the performance he sat down, his whole intention was to go home and kill himself. So he said oh, after wow. he was just like, no, he, he had a new zest, zest for life. So it's very true yeah. that, um, you know, there's no, I don't believe, yeah. there are no coincidences. I think that person was meant to go to that show and he was meant to see something or hear something. Absolutely. To, Absolutely. Out of the idea of uh, killing himself. Now I'm going to play your song, Just Like Me. Tell me what that's about. Um, what is it called? Just Like Me. Um, I, I don't know if that's mine. <laughs> Isn't that yours? Yeah. No. <laughs> I have, um. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I wrote the thing wrong. Just like the movie. My brain oh, is now. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Violence Awareness song uh, that was written kind of for my life, um, and it also just really just trying to spread awareness to say, hey, if you don't have a voice, I will be your voice. You know, it is it's okay not to be okay, and if you're struggling or suffering with someone that's just not treating you like you deserve, whether it's a man or it's a woman, and whether it's verbal, mental, or physical, it it is not okay. And you're not alone, basically, is what that's saying. And so that is the song that honestly kind of changed my life overnight. Yeah. And there's a music right. video to it, too. <laughs> awesome song. Awesome song. That's awesome song. Let me play it. <laughs> He's been a fool Said he's sorry 
great. You have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. It was very beautiful. Um, now, you have a radio show podcast um, called Motivational Monday. So how did that come about? Yes. So oddly enough, <laughs> um, <laughs> I connected with some people on TikTok that introduced me to my family, which so for a long time I, I've been doing these motivational speaking little tidbits, right, little videos okay. here and there, um, but it's just been me. And, you know, I have people that are supportive and, and followers and things like that, which is amazing. I have so many people sending me messages every day saying like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but what you just said in that video you touched mm-hmm. my heart today, or I want to let you know that you made me decide to make a different decision. And that to me is like, that is so the reason I do what I do is just to, just to hurt, help people and heal. And I just, I can't tell you the impact that it's had on my life. And the fact that there's been times I've sat there and wanted to give up and be like, you know what, nobody's listening. Why, why do I do this? And I mm-hmm. kid you every time that I think about giving up, I get a message that says, I just want to let you know, maybe you reached out to me uh, six months ago, and I don't know if you know this or not, but that night I was going to kill myself, Mm. you know, and I want to let you know that you reaching out to me, even though you didn't know me and said that you care, I decided to stop drinking that night. I decided to get sober. I decided to change my life. And so it just, it became such a huge passion to speak, and, and I do it every day and I try to help as as many people as I can and I got introduced to the People's Patriot Project which are just the most incredible incredible uh, non-for-profit organization that I have ever seen in my life and they are a huge uh, organization to support our veterans and our first responders and our Patriot players which are people that are in the like mind of wanting to save life You don't have to be a veteran. You don't have to be a first responder. You don't have to be a police officer. You can just be someone that cares and that wants to make a difference in this world. And that's one thing I absolutely love, love, loved about them. Um, They, uh, I went on for an interview. It kind of came out of the blue. Um, They actually had someone in place, and they were booked up till November. But that person ended up having to drop off the schedule. So a friend of mine that I met through TikTok, um, him and his wife were absolutely incredible. He's a veteran. Uh, his name is Tony Turner, and he introduced me to the People's Patriot Project, and he happened to call Mark, which is one of the founders. Him and Andrea are the founders of the People's Patriot Project. He happened to call Mark and say, hey, I got a girl I think you should meet. She lives in Tennessee. And he said, well, I happen to have a cancellation. Let's get her on tomorrow. And so they brought me on for uh, just a live streamlined interview. And that night they humbled me with just the biggest gifts that I could ever, ever, ever imagine. And they asked me if I would be their Monday motivational speaker. And I just about lost it (laughs) because I was like, I'm so humbled. I am so excited. Um, it's just been an incredible, incredible journey. And so I have started my Fill Your Cup Motivational Mondays, okay. um, and it's through the People's Patriot Project. It's through We P3 Radio. 
Um, but we're also working on some other platforms that just got involved as well. So we're very excited from my Facebook page and my, my profile itself. And now I'm also streaming on TikTok every Monday. Um, and so it's just, if it wasn't for the People's Patriot Project, uh, my voice would not be able to be as loud as it is right now. And I, I just can't thank them enough for seeing me. That is this so opportunity awesome. to do this. <laughs> and and so. how, how does your your music career? Uh, um, how you do? You, how are you combining, um, for lack of a better word, um, your music career with the the motivational uh, radio show so, and everything you do? Sure, it's it's all kind of conglomerating together. <laughs> So, you know, now now that I know my purpose and my mission here on this earth, you know, I know why I'm here. I know what I'm here to do, and I'm going to do it till my very last breath. Um, you know, the music is involved in that because I didn't come down to Nashville to just um, sing in a band. You know, right. I knew that I had a bigger purpose. My music is very much involved in it, but it's 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 not it's not the center. It's, you know, it's touching and helping and saving people, which is the center. And the music that's coming out of this now, this is crazy, but I've never written a song in my life up until a year ago, wow. less than a year ago. And tomorrow I have my very, very, very first song that I've ever written releasing. I'm so excited. But um, it's everything that I write is a purpose. Um, I wrote Lose Control uh, basically to say that, you know, somebody is always your somebody. And there is somebody out there or somebody's out there that can give you a love like you've never had before. It doesn't necessarily have to be a lover. It can be a friend. It can be uh, someone that you meet that you just connect with. It can be, you know, a video that you saw that hits your heart and, and you relate to. Um, you know, so when I wrote that song saying, lose control with me, um, you know, your hands, your hands not on the wheel, it's basically saying that we're not in control of our own life. You know, our plan is not our plan. So let's just let go and see where things go. <laughs> you know, let's, let's let go and say that somebody is always your somebody. There's always a beautiful heart out there for you no matter what and you can't give up on that side of of love and and compassion and hope and and all that good stuff (laughs) so i wrote that and that uh i'm really excited about that um and it's kind of like a little it's got a little country twang to it but it's also a little bit more kind of rock alternative i guess you could say (laughs) Um, yeah thank you thank you and i wrote um I wrote Battle Scar, and that song, like, these songs, like, the lyrics just come to me, and I have to write them, and right. I can't exactly describe it. Sometimes it's in the shower, like, I have to get out of the shower and just start yeah, writing right I know. away, my hair is sopping wet, <laughs> um, and sometimes it's in the middle of the night, I get up, and I just have to write, or I'll lose it, and okay. I wrote Battle Scar um, really for men's mental health awareness. That, you know, so many men, they go through struggles. And so many men are trained to keep things inside and hold it in there and not speak and not not show emotion and not show weakness. And, you know, a lot of times 
and I'm not saying this is everybody by any means, but a lot of times um, us as women, I don't think understand and relate to that as much as we should. And I know it's a two-way street. I know there's there's men that are nasty to women, but I also know that there's women that are nasty to men. And, you know, it's kind of kind of a song just to say hey be next to him be by his side and don't be his battle scar anymore because he's got enough already you know and so that was kind of writing that was really just to say hey you know you're not alone and we need to stand up for our men too um so that was kind of you know the forefront of that one and one family, one mission, one fight, I just wrote and I just recorded, and that comes out next month in August, which I'm super, super excited about. And that song is literally came to me out of the blue, and it's the forefront of everything that is is anything for for this movement that we're creating. And it's it's basically to say that we it takes you know i always say it takes a, a village to raise a child it takes a brotherhood and a sisterhood to to uh, fight a battle and it right. takes a family to win a war and ptsd and suicide awareness and depression it's a war it's a war yep. that people go through in their heads daily and it takes a family it takes tons of us banding together starting with one person that if ever we all had the mindset that it just takes one person, it would be such an incredible, incredible movement. And so when I wrote that song saying that we're in this together, you know, if you need an ear, I got two to hear, shoulder, left or right. I'll be with you right by your side, one family, one mission, one fight. And it's, that's what it's about. It's about us being here for one another and just doing our best to save and change and heal people. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then we're going. I'm going to play "Lose Control" right now. My brain's going insane. My heart's beating fast My mind's twisting around like a merry-go-round Around and round Static in my veins Forgetting my own name Your voice sparks my soul You're gonna make my body lose control Get you out of my head I'm gonna put 
record on Stuck in my mind like crazy glue Paint on the picture or that tune Damn, I hope you feel what I do in your music and on your radio show. Um, sorry, say that one more time. I'm so sorry. It cut out just a little bit. I didn't hear exactly what you said. How important is it for you to be authentic in your music and your radio show? Oh, uh, I would say it's a thousand percent important. Um, I only want to be me, you know. I don't want to portray myself to be anything that I'm not. Um, I just try to be as real as I can. I know with my radio show that I do, with the podcast that I do, um, it is, uh, <laughs> it's really just me speaking from my heart. Um, I'm not on a script. <laughs> I don't have anything written down in front of me. I just feel led to just, just speak. And so I find a topic that I'm going to do for, um, for that week. And, and that's kind of how I do it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Now, on your show, is any topic off topic? Can you not? Is there a topic that you won't address? Uh, I really try my best to stay away from politics um, and stay away from, um, you know, certain religions and things like that. Like, I will never deny that I'm a huge firm believer in God, and and I will never deny that. But I, I definitely do my best to veer away from certain uh, sensitive topics and things like that. So I really try to keep it all in the, um, all in the frame of positivity and motivational speaking. And, 
because I'm the complete opposite. Like I talk about everything and a lot of people will say to me, well, don't you care about that you may offend some of your fans? But the thing is, if my fans know me, then they'll either like me or they won't like me. They'll appreciate that I'm authentic. I speak my truth. I speak up. You know, it's interesting because a lot of people in the music industry, they think that people, if you're in the music industry, you shouldn't talk about certain issues, but you live in the society, you live in America. How can you not be part of the discussion? I, I don't agree with people that say, well, why should actors um, or actresses get involved in politics? People seem to forget that a lot of these actors and actresses were once homeless. You know, they were striving for a certain purpose and they live in the United States. So they do have rights to speak on a lot of the topics out there, on any of the topics out there. Um, most recently, I've been dealing on my TikTok, um, which, which is because you talked about TikTok. TikTok is very interesting to me because in, in the beginning, I didn't want to be on TikTok, but I got on it. And, you know, I do some silly videos. I do music about, I do videos about my music. I do videos. Recently, I've done a lot of videos about Roe versus Wade. And I have to be quite mm-hmm. honest. Those videos are are the videos get, that I get the most views and the most comments. I mean, two videos. Right. I posted one video within 20 minutes. I had over 12,000 views and several comments. Now, those videos have over 30, 35,000 um, views and comments on them and it's it's just it's, it's very interesting the dynamic of the social media platforms um, and what people are very interested in the so TikTok basically what I'm learning <laughs> is that you know right. it, and not that I would Roe versus Wade is not a trend it's a very serious issue um, that that topic right now a lot of people are fighting for women's life um, as right. they should be because right now it's all about power control, controlling a woman. And so, and then you, and then I have my music stuff and some of, you know, I have views on there, but it's more about the, cause I'm willing to speak up and talk about these, these topics. Um, that's why I asked the question if, if anything's off topic for you, because I know a lot of people that are like that, they just won't discuss. They don't want to offend people. Um, I even posted something. I said, well, I don't know. I post this. This may offend somebody, but what the person said was true. And basically, I'm I'm very I'm spiritual, but I'm not really religious. And I believe there's two different ones. Like I believe religion controls people. At least with spirituality, you have a mind of your own, and you can do what you want. What you want. Um, but the, the the basic premise of the video was that she's like, I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist, but I will fight for your right to fight for your religion. She says, but I cannot tolerate people telling me what to do with my body. And I think she said it well. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't believe in this, but I will fight for your right to believe in it. I will fight for your right um, to be able to protest and do whatever you want with your religion, which I thought was actually a beautiful sentiment. But she said, you cannot push your agenda on me, which is true. You know, I often talk to a lot of people and one thing I always tell people, when you try to push your ideas on people, nobody listens. Right. You have to be able to be open to listen to almost anything. I mean, I've had Jehovah's Witness Mormons come to my door and said, oh, can we come and spread the word? But you know the first thing I tell them? I'll let you talk, but you'll, always have, you'll also have to listen to what I have to say. 
And I tell them, I don't promise that I'm going to be a convert, but I will give you the respect enough to hear what you have to say. And they say whatever they have to say. And, I'm, and then I will ask questions. Well, how come only men can do this, but women can't? How come this and that? And then they, they start questioning things. I've had people start questioning, well, you know, you make some sense with a lot of things that you say. For me, it's, it's about learning from each other with compassion and understanding and not judging. Like, my whole thing is about we can agree to disagree. Um, right. And that we don't all have to have the belief, same belief system, but we should at least be compassionate and loving people in this world because those two things go a long way, especially in a world where we live in that's so <sighs> full of hate and people just, you know, you, we have so much business in the world, and people are just like, okay, one day, two days, they're like, oh, my God. And then the next, and then the next day, people are just, they're done. They're like, okay, this is America. Let's move on. We need more compassionate and understanding people. We need more, more motivational speakers. We need people that are willing to see other people's point of view and then address them or not address them. I don't know. But um, Absolutely. So basically that's why I asked you the question and about authenticity. Authenticity is really important for me because I'm a social impact message singer songwriter. I, I've talked oh, about absolutely. my I've, I've talked about my own abuse. I don't care. I talk about anything basically. Um because I always mm-hmm. believe those things can help other people. Um so do you think in with the music in the um in your show that this is where you're headed for your career? as in a person that's going to just, you know, try to help people out there in the world through your music, through radio, and do you have any other avenues of how you could help other people as well? Uh, absolutely. So this is my career. I, I am okay. back in the eye field because I got to pay my bills. <laughs> you right. know, but, right. um, I, and I love it. I'm helping people, and, you know, that's part of it. But this is my absolute career. And I am working on making it a full-time career. Um, okay. Of course, it's not all going to be singing. It's not all going to be writing. It's going to be speaking and traveling. We're actually working on a boots-on-the-ground tour. Um, I'm going to oh. be going to Bryan, Texas, and San Antonio, Texas in October. I have a few uh, VFW events that I'm going to be doing. That So we're starting to kind of develop a little VFW tour where we go from place to place to state to state, city to city, and I get to speak a little bit, and I also get to sing a little bit. Um, So it's something a little new, (laughs) you know, that probably the music industry hasn't fully seen before or in a while. Um, So I'm kind of like my management company and my booking agency, um, I've kind of given them a mission. (laughs) So it's, uh, but it's going, it's going great so far. I'm excited. Um, we shall see. And, you know, honestly, it really is just about healing hearts and, and helping people. And, you know, I do talk about my trauma and gone through. I, I haven't fully let it all out of the bag yet just because, you know, right. I'm still working on, on that. But yeah. I, I do, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm supporter in, in many different things. Um, and I, tr- I do try just as because people are so dang sensitive these days and you just never know what you say to offend somebody or upset someone. And you're, and you're really right. Like when it comes to, 
you know, if they don't like you, they don't have to listen, you know, and I, that's how it is with me too. So I do understand that. And I do respect, I do respect that completely. I think for me, it's just that I'm more, I'm truly more focused on, you know, the mission at hand, saving right. lives and yeah. helping people. And, you know, I kind of leave the, the heavy stuff, <laughs> the other heavier stuff to, you know, um, other, others that, that want to talk about that. And it's, it's nothing personal with me. It's just that I, I feel like I have a, a different mission to, to focus on, I guess you could say, um, when it comes to helping people and, and things like that. I completely understand. Um, so yeah. now we're play Battle Stars. <laughs> Midnight hour strikes the cold Routine again once more Puts his pants on one leg at a time Walks to the door with no goodbye Works all the time, he's tired and torn Dress going home to her tone And you know he's right Go easy on him this time If love be beat Tough as nails Love him, keep him strong Be the drug For his pain Down Cause it all Like hell, he'll deny Fight for your love and slowly die Fall apart, tearing lies What they falling for Does he know
another hit as well. I love that too. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic. Now, before I let you go, what is a quote or um, passage or saying or phrase that you like to use to motivate yourself? Uh, because I understand, just like you, there are days I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this music thing. I mean, it's a lot of work. Ooh, ooh, shady people in this music business. Um, And then I'll get a call or an email from somebody. Oh, my God, the music is amazing. You know, oh, my God. They really, um, this really changed their lives or they like my voice. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm listening. So I'm going to continue to do this thing. But, you know, this thing doesn't come cheap. Um, And so <laughs> and I'll, try, and I'll use one of my passages. I mean, you know, what th- this year, I think for the rest of my life, my thing is that, you know, I I say I write my own narrative. I don't let anybody speak for me, and I'm not afraid to speak up. So that's what my thing is. And that's how I push myself. I like that. I like that. Um, I, I'd have to say that mine is, honestly, the sun always shines after the storm. And find mm-hmm. beauty in your pain. <laughs> Amen. You know, no matter what, it's going to be better. <laughs> it's true. That's true. You know, uh, people, one of the things for artists and for anybody doing anything, the way that you can have a successful career is by believing yourself when people don't. And, and you know, mm-hmm. and not, not taking too much, because um, I have a friend that he wanted to joined this one club really badly and once he he got in you know he he felt validated but I said that should not have made you feel validated you were already validated by breathing and being who you are so um, I always try to tell people you have to love yourself before you first before you can do anything in life because if you want that in return in anything that you do for yourself Whatever you're out, out picturing out to the world is what you're going to get in return. So, Absolutely. Yeah, your, your success Absolutely. is your own mindset, your own soul, and how you deal with things. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I love that. Yeah. And I actually agree with that a thousand percent. And this is one thing that's so funny you said that. So um, I have a very special person in my life, and mm-hmm. – um, his name is, is Jersey Devil on TikTok, <laughs> and he's just an incredible, incredible gift in my life. And we have been doing so much talking. He's a huge motivational speaker as well, um, especially for an advocate for men's mental health. Um, and one of the things that we talked about the other night was how do you rewire your network? Like how do you start over after you've gone through so much junk? Right so much trauma, depression, anxiety, whatever it might be. And he came up with the most incredible, incredible saying that I was like, this is going to be on shirts and tumblers and this is our the new hashtag. But he said, hashtag rewire your soul. And I was like, awesome is that? Like, I mean, because that's exactly what it is, is we have to learn how to rewire our mindset and how to look at the positive instead right. of the negative. And, you know, that, that negative bias will creep in there because our minds are trained, our bodies are trained to go to the negative before the positive. And 
you know, when you just said that just now, it just totally, <laughs> totally triggered that because I just did a, uh, I'm doing a 10 step um, on TikTok actually, and on my People's Patriot Project, I'm doing a 10 step how to rewire your network, how to rewire your soul mm-hmm. and change your story and, or not even change your story, but change your story, you know, into something completely different into a new future, a, a new beginning, a new hope. And so hashtag rewire your soul. <laughs> rewire soul. I love that. Well, Sugar, thank you so much for being on Chatting with Nat. It was great chatting with you. I learned a lot more. I think you have an incredible voice and continue um, to do your motivational speaking. I think uh, what you have to say speaks volumes and I think that you're going to touch a lot of people and um, a lot of people are going to be blessed by everything that you have to say. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, and I truly appreciate it. And it's an honor for you to have me on the show as well. Oh, thank you so much. All right, everybody. That was Sugar Rose. You can find her at sugarrosemusic.com. She's on Facebook. Sugar Rose 1279. Instagram is Sugar Rose Music 1279. You can see the link. She's on TikTok as well. Um, and Facebook at Patriot Project 2018. And if you don't remember that, you can just Google. As I'm getting a t-shirt that just says Google me because we, we're on too many social media. <laughs> remember, we're getting older. There's been a pandemic, everybody, and all kinds of other crazy stuff. Um, but she's wonderful. And don't forget to stream or buy. Yes, you can buy music still. Uh, but you can stream her as well on Spotify and all streaming platforms. All right, everybody, until next time on Chatting with Matt. Thank you, Sugar. Sugar, Sugar. Thank you. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.